before. You know how to. You know what's, what's going that? on. Oh, we're there. <laughs> we're there. But now, actually, we're here, and I'm with. Uh, I'm with the legend. I'm with. I'm with. Miss Hard Work, No Excuses. I'm with a boss, gym owner, entrepreneur, Miss uh, Diva Richardson. Yo, what's up, Lee? First and foremost, I just thank you, thank you, because this is a this is a goal. This is an idea. This is a podcast. We just came set up shop, hustling. I, you got my heart races. I'm in here. One, the facility's beautiful, so I get excited because I got dreams thank and aspirations, you. right? And then it's like podcast. What we can do that right now? Boom! I got it in my truck. Set it up. Here's 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 the space. Let's do it. I love it. But that's how you win, man. Yo, that's how it should be done. Yeah. Like that's how you make stuff happen. You like, yo, Steve, I got this podcast. Like, all right, well, I got time. You got time. Bet. Let me get out my car. Boom. That's opportunity. Right now. And you was prepared. Let's go. And that's what people don't get. If you, you know why? Yeah. Because why? we've been practicing. Yo. We've been practicing, Steve. We've been practicing. We've been practicing. This ain't this ain't just happened. You just said it earlier. This gym didn't just appear. It did not. It started off. First things first, download an app. Somebody that I listened to said, the easiest way to make a podcast, you want to make a podcast, download this, this Anchor app, mm-hmm. start recording. It's the Instagram for your voice. There you go. That was a year and a half ago, there right? There you go. Now I'm um, podcast starter kits. I'm on Amazon. Little tiny bit. This grew into this, that this going to be a whole shindig one day to where we're going to have a whole Get studio. Get yourself a studio, bro. With a, with a That's desk. the level. Yeah. Question always is, how do we get here? How do we get here? Um, we kind of talked about it earlier. One, you and I, how do we get here? And, and two, how did you get, we get to sit in this lavish office? From what I remember, it was 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. CrossFit One Force, Friday Night Lights. Aaron Kelly comes up to me, says, I want you to meet somebody. And then, boom, Diva Richardson and Ryan Leaf are, are friends. And we, we don't have to speak or maybe never even had too deep of a conversation. But yep. there's, a, there's a vibration here and, and we connect. How do we get here to have this beautiful facility? How do we get here? We got here because probably eight, nine years ago, I I was training. The goal is always to make people better, right? Mm -hmm. So when I first started making people better, I was doing it on my own dime. I was out in the park. I say all the time, I used to train for free. Right. And people still wouldn't come. Like, (laughs) it's crazy. I used to train. But... I had to, to kind of keep pushing at it. And once people showed up, we went from the park to the gym. I mean, because I've been doing this 20 years now. Right. I started teaching classes, shifted into personal training. And once I started doing all that, you know, and I get to these facilities, I had to brand again and get people to train with me, get people to come to my classes. But it's been the consistent part has been I'm always showing up to make people better. I'm always showing up. The goal is to show up, make them better. And in the process of making them better, I get to do what I love and make a living. Right. That's winning. <laughs> so you said you did it. We used to say it all the time. He, he told me one time, rise can be a time where you're going to say, we couldn't give it away. We would give it away. Come do it. And I still I, I have to catch myself now understanding that now you're running a business. There can't give it away now. No That's away done. I, he can't give it away anymore. But what does that mean to be training in a park? When people hear that, 20 years, you heard what she said. She said 20 years. You heard what she said. She said 20 years of practice. If you follow this woman, you look around like, oh, how'd she do that? <laughs> you got 20 years? Let's talk about it. Every Everybody who's winning, and I think there's, unfortunately, I think, I have a love-hate with social media, and I think social media is everybody's highlight reel, mm-hmm. okay? So now when you see Diva, you see businesswoman, entrepreneur, 
you know, all that stuff. But the 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 20 years prior, the diva doing nightclub security, the diva working in the kitchen, diva teaching dance on the weekends, you know what I mean? Diva training or being available to train even when I didn't have clients. Why? Because I didn't want to miss opportunity. That that was all during that time. You know what I mean? And and I think that's the part of the the puzzle that people miss. It takes 10 they say it takes 10,000 hours to master a craft and you know most of y'all tired after like a week. 40 hours 40 40 hour work week. Yeah, but this is the thing, if you're not if if the 40 hours you putting in is not what you want to do or making you better, the real question is what are you doing with the rest of your week? Mm-hmm. What, what 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 other hours are you putting in? Crazy equation. You'll love this. I was just talking to my son. My son says to me, he was like, Mom, I don't know how you get up early every day. I said, you want to know why? I said, I'm going to tell you why. They're not going to see this, but I'm going to give you the numbers. I said, son, if I spend four hours a day working on my craft, seven days a week, right? He's like, how many hours is that? He's like, oh, it's like 28 hours. I said, okay, so let's take that 28 hours a week that I'm working on, you know, whoever is working on their craft, and multiply that times 52 weeks, right? 1,456 hours. Mm-hmm. I said, so let's say that's your regular person. I said, this is what I do. I'm going to spend six hours working on my craft. Seven days a week, right? That's 42 hours. Multiply that <laughs> times 52, that's 2,184 hours. I'm better than you because I've outworked you. Right. I've put 800 more hours into my craft. So I'm not winning because I'm special. I'm winning because I'm outworking people. Right. That's why I get up at 3 a.m. Yeah. You, you don't have a choice. You don't. It's hard, right? So yesterday, you sparked, you sparked an Instagram day for me the other day. You, sh- you were shouting out some of your, you said entrepreneurs, right? And I put on out there some questions for if you had any questions for myself. Or yeah. <laughs> they said, one of the questions is, um, what's the hardest part of owning your own gym? I'll let you answer that question. <laughs> Hardest part of owning your own gym? Responsibility. People see the glamorized, the, the glamorized version of you're an owner, which comes with prestige. Mm-hmm. You have a place, which comes with prestige. Everybody assumes you're making uh, money, but the truth of the matter is I got a shit ton of bills mm-hmm. because the business is bills. Yeah, I'm living. I'm still growing. I'm in my infancy. I'm only a year and a half. You'll know I'm winning when I trust me. When I'm really winning, you'll know because I'll be at location number two. All right. It it really takes five years to really build a business. So I ain't done shit yet. But the hardest part is I am responsible for twenty individuals. It's not just my livelihood. If we don't win, I got twenty people who don't eat. That's ownership. And a lot of people don't think about that. Like, think about it. Everybody you employ who works for you, no matter how many, like, they rely on that money. So if you don't have customers and you're not winning, they're not eating. That's deep. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than us. Always, always. I think it's be about the people, right? You got to. Be about the people. Speaking of staff, speaking of ownership, the idea of asking for help, the importance of asking for help. Some people, I don't know if it's pride, if it's ego. Like you just said, something that would strike somebody. Say so you're in year one. 
but I thought you said she'd been doing it for 20. No, <laughs> I just got started. So I, imagine going 20 hard years and then having it, having the, I'll find the right words, but be able to humble yourself enough to say, oh, I just got started, right? I just got started. But it's true. You've been doing it, you're, you've been doing it your own all that time. How important is it to ask for help? You have to. When I started this process, I asked a lot of people questions. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, do you rent equipment or do you lease it? Should I, should I, do I really need to do a full locker room or can I like scale back? Like, how do you do payroll? Let's be real. I never had to do payroll. I worked for myself and people paid me. Even in QuickBooks, I had to figure out how to use QuickBooks. I literally, when I started hiring people, I literally was in here on QuickBooks like, okay, let's see if this goes in my bank account Friday. Like, let's make sure I set it up right. right. Nope. You got to ask questions and figure it out. And then when I didn't know or something didn't work, I made phone calls because I have other friends who own businesses. I was like, yo, so in QuickBooks, uh, how do I set up this part? You know, like, you got to ask. Don't be scared to ask. You got to ask. Don't be scared to ask. You, Absolutely. If you don't know, ask somebody. Because somebody's going through what you're going through. We weren't the first people to open up facilities. No, and we ain't going to be the last. We ain't going to be the last. <laughs> Always say it all the time. There's no need to try and reinvent the wheel. Dude. There's no need to try. Do what works and when. And when there's moments where you can really break through and do something that's just pure genius, mm-hmm. it, it's going to speak for itself. And it's going to open up and create, you know, new avenues. But certain things are done a certain way for a reason. Right. If you can find a way <laughs> to do it better, now you got something and you can monetize off of that. And then, you know, that's all great. Yeah. Branding. <laughs> yes. Branding is huge <laughs> if you want to be a brand, right? Hard work, no excuses. What is that? Hard work, no excuses is my mentality. It wasn't meant to be a brand. Mm-hmm. I started hard work, no excuses, because that's just genuinely what I believe. I mean, it's it turned into a brand. I even hate that word. Mm-hmm. Like I hate when people are like you're a brand now. I'm like, what the hell is that? I'm diva. I wake up. I work hard. The gym's called hard work, no excuses, because that's what I believe. But if we want to technically talk about branding, branding is about having either it's it's you have to have a consistent through line through what you do. Mm-hmm. All right, so Diva Richards is a brand. Hard Work No Excuses is a brand. The thing that unites the two is not that I own one. The thing that unites the two is the mentality. There's a culture. Mm -hmm. And that's what sustains brands. Not like quick logos and tagging. Mm -hmm. Like the the continuity between the two is what's going to sustain those Mm -hmm. two brands. Mm -hmm. And we just talked about it. Where CrossFit Gym, uh, X Athletics, is in its infancy. Mm-hmm. I've been a CrossFit since 2013, and this whole project is in its infancy. And the next expansion, that's why I say I like to surround myself with people that I can see myself in their shoes. And then when I catch up, or if I ever, if I don't ever catch up, that's awesome because that means I'm chasing greatness, right? And if we ever catch up, let's go together. Exactly. <laughs> Again, from the park to this beautiful facility, I can't say it enough how proud I am of you. And I appreciate you being you because a lot of people can't be themselves. They don't know how, man. People can't be themselves. And I'm, and I'm learning myself how, who I am 
myself. I think even the last time I came up here, I was in a little darker place asking for you. Like, I was ready to be out. Yeah. I was ready to be done. I, I remember it, we it, talked. It was a weird space. It was a weird space. Um, and, and even if we didn't have a conversation, just coming here and like just being reminded, being woken up, and and, and you touched that that nerve again when you shouted us out, shouted me out on the Instagram. I've been real quiet on Instagram, and I don't even know how to. I'm still meditating, my being mindful. That's the segue going to that. The importance of mindfulness and meditation, and 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 focusing, understanding that you have choice to focus on what you want to focus on. And that means you're growing, because it's it's funny. I I really been talking to people about meditating and learning to listen to the silence and the stillness and really speak what you want into the universe and literally when I was in meditation yesterday I I remember saying to myself I was like you know I want this to be a multi-million dollar revenue facility not just this one and then I'll open the next one and then I was like I want the clothing brand to make five million dollars like and I want Diva Richards and I've been saying this I want Diva Richards brand to be worth 10 million mm -hmm. to start like I want my first big deal to be 10 million I've been saying it for the last three years I don't know what that means I don't know where that's going to come from but I am very clear and concise about what these initial goals are for me and you have I have it written on my mirror in my bathroom <laughs> just so we're clear but you gotta see it and say it and believe it's real. I'm like, I want these things for my gym. I want these things for my brand and my family. And you know what happened? Yesterday, I get an email like, hey, you've been nominated one of the rising stars in the fitness industry, in the business. I mean, I ain't talking about social media fitness. I don't right. give a shit about that. I'm talking about in the real world. Right. <laughs> They're like, you're one of the rising stars. I was like, really? Yeah. Great. Then the next call was like, my man Ted was like, yo, Dave, I need to come see your gym. World champ. Tevin Farm, Dave, I'm coming through to see your gym. Word, yeah, I need to be in this space. I love the energy. Cool. Next call, you, yo, Dave, what's good? You free tomorrow? Yeah, well, what you need? I just want to come through, come through. Next thing I know, we're here. Like, because I'm putting this energy out, man. I, 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 want, I, I need it. I want, I want the good shit. <laughs> I, I want the good shit, yeah, man. If you're picking me up and carrying me, but I'm grabbing on it. I'm so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I need to be around people who are winning, mm -hmm. and who are trying to do better because all it it, it it feeds me, man. I'm like, wow. And I know, and I thought about you when I was shouting out. I was like, Leafy is still here, and mm -hmm. it's funny because ever since I known you, that's been your tag yeah. for your brand. It's like, yo, here, like we showed up, we worked, and I was like, yo. Yeah. He's still here. Still here. That's great. Yeah. Like, and I know I don't talk. We don't talk all the time. But I was like, yo, like that was me. Like, yo, brother, I hope, I hope you're doing good, man. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. And that brought, like you just said, if you continuing to be you, put out your good energy. You are going to attract that. And by you attracting that, you. Can, you might you can wake up any greatness. Oh my god. You can make up yes. any greatness. Yes. But I heard I hope y'all heard what she said. She said she's sitting on things. She's mindfulness. She has mindfulness. She's very, very clear on what her goals are. She's putting numbers into the universe. Hard numbers, attainable numbers. I don't care how crazy it sounds. I don't care how crazy it sounds, it's attainable. You know why? Because you set it. You set a goal and you make it happen. Exactly. It's the Leaf Show. I'm with David Richardson. We'll be back.